This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Sweet. Yes. It's Monday. You watch Gotham. <laughs> now you're tuning in to AfterBuzz. We need to hype you up. Keep you awake. It's late in the West East Coast. Where are we at here? We're at AfterBuzz Studios. I'm Ryan Hooks. This is Gotham. Episode yeah. number eight, The Mask. To my left, the ha- the gang's all here. <laughs> Everyone's back. Good to see y'all. Monzi Bilanas. Hi. Joyce Jory. Hey, good to be back. Steve Goffin. Good to see everybody. Hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I told you I'm going to call it out. Please Steve, Steve's out. feeling a little under the weather today. He's here. We appreciate it. If you I, can't hear him, turn it up. I sound like a crazy old man a little bit. <laughs> so I, Joyce is slowly Just, creeping closer. Yeah. To yeah. No, nobody wants like, to get what you have. If you're watching and I go out of frame, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> He's coughing grossly on you. Hey, first off, I want to start off by saying happy birthday to Phil Citek. Yes. Our executive producer yes. here at AfterBuzz TV. Another year older, another year wiser. Hmm. Thanks for doing what you do. Happy birthday, Phil. Yes. Yes, Phil. Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. On, on the pa- he, do- he hosts one of the panels, and they went in with a cake in the middle of his show and like interrupted it, and everyone was saying to him. And, and told oh, us we awesome. were going to interrupt him. Yeah, and, and we didn't get invited we, to that. So They're going to run out of cake by the time we're... I know. Sorry, we're in here and we're missing out cake. So if you want to send us cakes to here in California, we yes. love cake. <laughs> we love yes. food. So Fun all right, We love Gotham mm. even more. This is episode number eight. So, Monty, before we started the show, you said this wasn't as good as last week's episode. There were things Penguins about it, yes, that I was... Do you still agree with that statement now that we're live on the air? Yes, I still agree. I still feel that last week's episode was better. I liked it. I just... There were certain certain scenes that I felt were a little pushed, a little forced. Yeah. In this season? 
in this episode. Or, I'm sorry, this episode. This, <laughs> this whole season? <laughs> I'm sorry, today. This episode, yes. <laughs> this Joyce? episode. I agree. I mean, I liked this episode a lot. I thought it was cool, but there are still some things, mostly characters, where I'm just like, come on, like, give us more or don't give us you any mean, of it at Barbara? all. Huh? You mean Barbara? Barbara and yeah. Selena Kyle. I was like, what is this? Um, but mostly, mostly Barbara, because I feel like she's kind of useless right now, and she's really just being dramatic. She really is. So uh, let's go ahead and shout out to some of our fans, Naya <laughs> A. and Mark Scubio, who both said on the podcast this week that they don't really like Fish Mooney, and they also think Barbara is worthless. Taken from the YouTube comments. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with you on the Fish Mooney part that I could do without her, but I'm going to disagree on the Barbara Gordon part. You just mainly her. for aesthetic appeal. <laughs> I don't care if she talks because she's really coming out to be more of like uh, she's like Lois Lane from Trump, <laughs> like always is causing problems and she's more trouble than she's worth. I was reading typical um, woman. I was reading a review on this episode just before we got on uh, camera, and somebody was saying it might have been more interesting to introduce Barbara now, like in this new relationship with with Jim, instead of introducing them in the middle of this you know lame part of their relationship. Like, could it have been more interesting if she came in later as someone that he just met? Right. Oh yeah, and, they're and like their relationship, relationship grew and blossomed. I don't, I don't think he would have time for relationships right now. Well, that would cause more drama, which would be a little more interesting than this. Agreed. I don't know. I, right, I, but I like the turmoil, though, that they're having at home. Like, yeah. it, it gives an extra element to Gordon's character because it's something else that he has to deal with on top of everything else. So it, it's something that can additionally push him to a breaking point where he snaps for something that happened at home, but then is, you know, that's why he's irritated. And then something at work causes craziness. Yeah. It's, I just think it adds to his layers. Personally. It does. Yeah. yeah. He's got to so, deal with it. Again, she's great to look at. I'm glad she's here. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. <laughs> All right. Um, also, I want to give a special shout out to our friend Glenn Garcia. Mm-hmm. He's been doing a lot of work for us on the Twitter nice. world, yes. <laughs> like hook, try, hooking us up, uh, trying to get us. Get, he's trying to book his guests, basically, like <laughs> yes. people from Gotham to come in. So, thank you for all your hard work. Wait, I I booked him as our PR guy. <laughs> should, should I have told you? As long as he doesn't get paid more than you, then we're fine. Well, I mean... Okay, done. We're in. We're good. good. All right, um, so a couple things, too. People were talking about how they liked it. I've been talking about the numbers of Gotham. So in our Xfinity uh, weekly review from On Demand, Gotham actually dropped the spot. It's number seven this no. week. Uh, uh, Big Bang Theory jumped up a spot no. from the past week. So it's number seven. No. However, it is currently the number one rated drama in the demographic of men 18 to 49. Okay. And it is still getting a, a 4.1 rating, which is a very high rating for television these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten years ago, 4.1 would have got you canceled. But, oh. like, there's so many shows out now that that's a yeah. really good rating. And so it's still getting really high ratings. And I almost think that because it's doing so well on the actual live airing that the the on-demand stuff is more just extra numbers of people yeah. that are maybe rewatching or various things like that. But when it comes to the bottom line of them selling ads, yeah, people are people are buying ads for the live view, right? And, and they do great on the live view. And I even said last week that in the last month since the show's been on, they've had 22 million views of episodes. But also, 
five million of those views came from sources that were not rated by like the big ratings numbers, like mm-hmm. things that the companies don't even look at. Mm. So they're getting a lot of extra things, but they're doing really well on the front end, which is the reason they got the extra episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's really good for us because that means we're going to get a bigger budget for li- the extra episodes they're adding. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I almost wonder if when they get to the the point where the show should have ended, mm-hmm. if they're going to taper it off like a mid-season finale or if we'll feel like there was a closure or right. how they're going to transition to the next part. Will we notice it? Yeah. Will you, yeah, will you yeah, notice that this should have been a, a, a closure? Like I feel like there would yeah. be enough Maybe. money involved in this show that they would be... Um, they would go back prepared. and write Well, stuff. they would be prepared for... Let's assume it's a whole season mm-hmm. and just write for a whole season and then if things... Adjust. Yeah, and then if, thing, if it's not a whole season, then okay. Yeah, sometimes you can just leave it. It's like, oh well, sorry yeah, guys. Like, sorry. if it's getting canceled, people don't always seem to care anyway. We're yeah. leaving that girl in another time. <laughs> heroes, it was a heroes reference. Yeah, because they just left it off. They just left. Dang writers, they just right. left her there. Well, they did that with almost human as well this past mm-hmm. season. That it sort of was thirteen episodes, and a lot of people were pushing for it to get renewed, and it was right on the border, and it sort of just sort of didn't really end well. And mm-hmm. Fox does that sometimes. So. Yeah. Let's not talk about Let's Firefly. Let's not talk about Firefly. <laughs> that was the next thing on my list to talk about. There's like All right. so many people that get so angry when it comes yes. to Firefly. <laughs> okay. Let's they move do. on. We will talk about another conversation. Yeah. I want to change the subject now. Yes. Please. Let's talk about Gotham. So I want to talk about Bruce and Alfred first. Ooh. So Bruce finally goes back to school. Apparently he does go to school. For one day. For He went for one day. I don't he know if he's going to... He, he's probably not going to go back after this, I bet. Because <laughs> no. Alfred is forcing him because he has to. And it's it's good because we're getting... I feel like we're getting more and more of Bruce every week, which I like. Because we're getting... And I, I shout out to, to Bruce Wayne's character because he's doing a really good job. And you're seeing like the anger and the turmoil that he's putting out. And mm-hmm. you know he's getting picked on by Tommy at school. Mm-hmm. And this is leading... This is like... This is leading to Batman. Mm-hmm. Like you can be yeah. like... You know, he wants... Alfred to teach him to fight and he wants to do things to make himself feel better but it's this is the dark side of him that yeah. becomes the dark knight I love the quote that um, Bruce Wayne said earlier in the show he said "I'm." it's when Alfred brought him to Tommy Elliott's house and he mm-hmm. was you know he was just thinking he had this look of thought on his face and uh, I forgot what Alfred said to him but Bruce responded with no I'm visualizing what I'm going to do mm-hmm. which is exactly what we love about Batman which is exactly what makes Batman Batman so to hear Bruce say that and to see that seed planted um, in his attitude and his behavior that was really cool to me I was like yes it's coming out <laughs> and I love that he uses his dad's watch as like brass knuckles damn yeah. that's him. perfect yeah but the thing about it is that is interesting to me I wonder if Alfred taught him anything between the time that he left school and the time that he went to Tommy's house. Because if he could punch like that before, why didn't he punch him like that at school? Because he's at school. Yeah, I don't think he yeah. taught him anything. But he slapped him. Well, that's not like a full-on bloody punch. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was you, reaction. That's what you do when someone disrespects your mother. Yeah. <clears throat> you slap him. You slap yeah. him when someone disrespects your mother and then beats you down three to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go to their house and you punch them in the face. Yeah. With your, with your father's watch. You've never followed those steps? <laughs> Those steps exactly. I don't. You just, have, you just I don't need step him? two or step three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean. well, the only thing I thought was a little strange about the whole Alfred Bruce uh, part of the show was that I felt like Alfred was trying to be more of the disciplinary this episode. Like he mm-hmm. was really trying to put his foot down and tell Bruce, like, you need to go to school. You need to interact with kids your age. And then at the end of the episode, Alfred's just like, yeah, whatever. Like he realized he was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He he realized he was wrong, but like. It, did he really think violence would be the answer? I think he felt like, all right, he needs to get it out. 
I he's all this built up anger from you know everything he's gone through, so he just has to let it out. Yeah, and, and I think yeah, and that'll be the one time. I agree. And I don't think this is like a recurring. If Bruce keeps thing. going back to school, no one's going to mess with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I'm curious though because the story of Tommy Elliot in the comics is that Tommy and Bruce were really good friends mm-hmm. for a long time, um, but. Uh, Tommy hated his parents in the comic books. So Tommy staged uh, the death of his parents by messing with their car and whatnot. His dad died, but uh, Bruce's dad saved his mom in surgery, which is what caused Tommy to resent Bruce and his family. Mm. So I wonder if this in the show is after all that. Like, were Bruce and Tommy friends before we meet them now together? He uh, had, they had to be. Yeah. Because when he walked up, he said, hey, Tommy. Yeah. So he, he at the very least knew him. But he didn't think he was going to see this side of him. Yeah, yeah I guess. Moment. So, and I thought it was cool that they played off Tommy, like it's kind of ambiguous if his parents were home or not. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if maybe his parents are are dead at this point. I don't know. Well, I I would think not because the way he asked about Bruce seeing his parents die and like seeing the blood and the guts and like being intrigued by the fact of a dead body. Like I yeah. feel like if one of his parents would have died, he would have seen a dead body. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of if it was a funeral or when, he would have seen it. So That's true. I feel like they're just maybe playing around that. Maybe it's just sort of the beginning stages of, like, his plan or or something. Mm-hmm. And maybe know. they become friends after this. I mean, maybe yeah. he realizes, you know, he did something wrong and they are cool for a little bit, and then it progresses from there. Yeah, maybe. So it's the early part, perhaps. I could see that. That it's... This is the basis for um, respect that they become friends that way? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I think that I'm just excited that Alfred is going to teach him yes. to beat people down. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like there's going to be some more fighting. And I was talking before about the picture hanging in the room, and I actually was thinking about, you know, there's all these different partnerships forming. I wonder if there's going to be a partnership later down the road as well with Gordon and Alfred in terms of some kind of mutual thing. Where, because, you know, they're both have this past that's mm-hmm. along the same lines and they both are looking for the same things in the city and, you know, and they both, care for Bruce. Yeah, and, exactly. They both have Bruce's best interest in mind. I would see that happening with Alfred taking the lead on the Alfred coming to Gordon yeah. and being like, look. I need your help. Is, he listens to you. He respects you. Yeah. Exactly. Reaching out to him. I, mm-hmm. For sure. That could yeah. happen. All right. Let's uh, move right along. I think that my least favorite part of this week was Fish Mooney. I'm just kidding. No, I, <laughs> you guys are I, such haters. So oh, my God. No, you read Literally, let, listen, I to say that. There are things about the, the storyline with her that I really enjoy. And I think that there is an extra dynamic, which is cool because of this mob war that is coming. Mm. Because of her character and involvement. And especially this part with Liza that we're getting this week. Because this is an unknown element to the Penguin's character who seems to know everything. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I feel like... The the fish Mooney character is just like I don't know. It's over like overacted or like it's too much. Like it could just be a little I don't know. I, why? But she, why? She exists in that world. I know. Yeah. Like why why is it that she's overacting? Because a lot of people on YouTube said the same thing. They were like, She's overacting, I'm so overfish. I, da, da, da. And I don't get it. I love her. I don't think she's overacting. I think her character that's just how it is. Jeez. Well, the glory of a show like After Buzz TV, we can have opinions that are different. <laughs> because you and I are different, Monty. We're about the same height, though. This is so, sometimes. This is getting sometimes. real. Yep. It's getting real. The good thing we sit next to each other. <laughs> Elbows are going to be thrown by her. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, if Fish was an actual character in the comic book, and that's how they played her out in live action, I think that's really cool. I think I could picture her costumes in comic book style, mm-hmm. in the art styles. Yeah, especially like the red in the hair. Yeah. And the I mean, and, and today and she had on that silver dress with like this weird that neck gold piece. necklace yeah. that looked like yeah. 
Like she she fits the bill for a really crazy villain uh-huh. in, I agree. in a comic book. So do you think then that there is a potential for her to become an actual villain that they add in? That's not like, you know... You mean in, in later issues? Yeah, I mean, it's later in the season that oh. she actually... Or, yeah, later issues. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> later in this season, next season, or third season even, that she becomes an actual villain that they've created for Gotham specifically. So she becomes our mask or our, you know, balloon man or somebody else... Maybe. That yeah, that'd be cool. That she is involved in similar ways. To, you know, the Penguin at this point isn't really a villain. I mean, we know the Penguin later to be a villain that mm-hmm. goes against Batman and that, but at this point, he's not. He's just a character. So is there a potential for her to be a villain? Yeah. They, or, could, they could take it that far. Or a martyr. Some, I could see it either way. I could see her being gone by the end of season two. Well, and that's, I think, the, the glory of introducing new characters because those are the ones that are easy to kill off. Right. Like, there, there at times can be a situation where you can say, you know what? This doesn't fit our, our plot points anymore. We can get rid of her because people aren't going to be mad. If they kill the penguin this week, right. you know, like that would, you couldn't, you can't. Yeah. So you need them. Although I was, I will say that I was a little bit annoyed that this week, so when uh, Penguin goes to Seafish and they're, you know, he's offering truce and he gives her the brooch that he stole from that old lady <laughs> in the street. And then I was like, okay, is she going to really stab him or did they just hype it up in the, the trailer? Because they showed that trailer this week over and over mm-hmm. where where he, she like makes the move to stab him. Mm-hmm. And then you, Steve was like, yeah, she's going to stab him. And she does. And I was like, you know what? That really was cool, but I wish they wouldn't have shown Showing. it on the trailer because that would have been such an awesome yeah. point to the episode with her you know, taking the reins as, you know what? I hate you guys and everything you stand for and you can come in here and pretend to be friends with me, but it's not going to happen. Like it would have been a cool surprise to yeah, see that I to been, be like that's what she's capable of. I mean, so far, I right? would have been I would have been taken aback watching that scene had I not seen the trailer fifteen times this week on TV, yeah. where she just was like, you know what, boom, stabs him in the hand, and you're like, whoa. Maybe they she's did serious. that because people are so um, skeptical of having fish on the show, but they showed it in the preview so many times to or, get people excited for it. I was going to say, yeah, the previews are for people who weren't watching every week. Right, because yeah. the sad fact is, but the it, people who are watching every week are going to watch, and they're trying to, you know. Get well, it. And, and, and this goes back to the ratings. I feel like at this point in the fall season, people are watching the shows that they're watching. Mm-hmm. You're hard pressed to get a lot of new viewership on shows at this point because you know you're eight episodes into most shows this season. Pretty much everything started in September, so you know if you're not watching a show right now, you're probably not going to start watching unless mm-hmm. you've DVR'd every episode, mm-hmm. and. You know, or I think some people jump in in the middle. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and I can see it happening, but I feel like something like that—that's a really cool mm-hmm. thing in the story that would really take people by surprise—is ruined in a trailer for most of the people. Yeah, that's not uncommon even for uh, movies, even when yeah. they start to show your movies. But I think it's—if you think about it—that was probably just like a very cool point in the episode that they were like. We can pretty much show you, but they're all the other cool points they wanted to. But they they could have shown Penguin hanging Timothy upside down, the the new umbrella man. Yeah. But then you know, that they, wouldn't have made as big of a of a impact because who's Timothy? It the, wouldn't have mattered if you would have saw Penguin looking at somebody hanging upside down. They could have even showed from behind the the shot that they shot before they flipped his face and he gave him the information. They could have shown scenes where the three guys in masks were fighting. They, there were so many other action related scenes that I think they could have shown in a trailer to entice me to watch. Than something that is really plot pivotal that shows where she stands against these factions. Yeah, but at the same time, it's two main characters and then characters nobody knows about. That's what you're comparing. I know. 
I'm just saying. Like. <laughs> I'm just saying we can agree to disagree yet Obviously. again. Obviously. You look pretty today, by the way. Oh, we agree on something. <laughs> I like your hair. It looks nice. Thank you. So, your hair looks like Wolverine. I didn't. I, it's because I didn't comb it today. It's lucky. <laughs> it just looks lucky. like this. This lucky. is what I look like when I don't comb my hair. <laughs> All right. So Liza wants out that we learn as well. She, she does do what Fish asked her in the aspect of poisoning the tea and getting the information off of the ledger by stealing this key. But she comes to her and she wants out. She's afraid for her life. Or I, do you think she's getting feelings for Falcone? A little bit. Uh-huh. A little bit. If, if anything, she pities him and she feels yeah. bad for him. And she's kind of developed that emotion towards him by seeing how he is. Like, he seems to be caring mm-hmm. nice guy. and affectionate yeah. to people that he respects and cares about. So I feel like, to her, this is a little bit of a conflict. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you don't keep friends around by being rude to them, and then, you know, that's how they kill yeah. you. But she, I or mean, betray you. her job wasn't necessarily to get attached, and right. I guess it's hard not to when someone is genuinely appreciating you. If she was a guy, she would have not got attached. You guys uh, are all the same. Seriously. Typical woman. <laughs> Again. I don't all all the people hey, he's I attached cook, to all the people I cook and clean for I get pretty attached to <laughs> personally you and the cat <laughs> yes yeah. and the dog oh and the dog <laughs> yes 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 and yes so she tells her this story about when she was little her mom was killed by some of Falcon's men and that's the reason that she wants to not be a powerless woman lies I love it lies lies did you, I, did you believe it when she said it yes yes <laughs> I, I did I, I was all in and when she said I'll never let a man be on top I remembered the episode previous where she mm-hmm. was like having sex with Nico mm-hmm. and she was on top of him and yeah. I was like oh yeah that's yeah. a little a little step a little so flashback. was it foreshadowing <laughs> I mean I think I think it was just consistent with her yeah. with her story yeah. so I thought that was interesting and then the lady who was singing at the club. <laughs> that's her mom. Oh, we'll assume that's her mom. That's got to be her mother. Has to be. Yeah. She's, a, she's, she's so cute. She's so mother. cute. Yeah. The way she treated her, she was. it was the nicest we've ever seen fish. Yeah. Well, she was the only person in the club because yeah. nobody goes there. Nobody. Yeah. As Steve said. <laughs> yeah. There's never anyone at the club except the bartenders. <laughs> and drink at this club needs to be like $1,000. <laughs> and people auditioning for, for <laughs> acts. Or Maybe they're there. always just showing the club before it's open. It's like daytime. I think so. It's like daytime yeah, club action. Yeah. You can't operate you, whatever business you're doing like like fish is. And I think that one when scene. When people are around. That one scene with Falcone oh, they, they, fish, they, they chased them all out. Yeah. yeah. There was like a couple tables. And they're like, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here with your $3,000 yeah. tabs. <laughs> they're on the house tonight. <laughs> okay. I, so, real quick though, I yes. want to say like, I know fish is manipulative and I know that she... You know, she'll do anything to get what she wants and she'll even lie to Liza, poor thing. But I kind of feel like her relationship with Liza is getting a little more, like, perverted. Like, it's a little, it's a little sick. It's a little, like, weird role playing and she's kind of brainwashing Liza into, like, to acting that way. And it just seems a little creepy to me. Like, she's being creepy. I felt like that before and today I felt like, oh, maybe she's trying to be normal. So I actually went, opposite of really feelings. yeah but i felt like that initially i yeah. was like this is creepy i don't like this relationship yeah, and today i just weird. was like I'm, oh. I'm there that it's creepy and i like yeah. this relationship <laughs> like i i know i know why she hired liza and right. everything and i know she's what she's trying to do but it's just so weird mm-hmm. so here's my opinion on the matter <laughs> so i think with the fish Mooney character she's a character that they need to sexualize in the aspect of her role and possibly even how she got power mm-hmm. in the factions that she's in a seat at the table, if you will, because of her sexual prowess and her ability with men. However, at this point, she isn't really around anyone else. So the only person they can sexualize her with is Liza. 
because you figure everyone else that works for her is a servant and nobody has a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. So this, this is like them trying to show us that she's a sex symbol and that she has sexual powers over people, regardless of male or female. Mm-hmm. And, That's true. And, and it may yeah. come into play later on that it, it becomes over somebody else. But right now they're just reminding us, hey, by the way, Fish is really good at This is how people. she does This is how she does. she does what she does and yeah. this is why she is where she is. So, I mean, I think they need it to keep reminding people. Yeah. Oh. I agree. Do you yeah. think Liza's a, a liability at this point? No. I'm glad you agree. I'm moving on. I know. I agree. Fish can cut her loose in a second. <laughs> she can. But I think she can still spill enough information to get well, Fish in trouble I mean. before not, Fish not, not, lets her go. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. That's it. Okay. Not, not that she can... Uh, that it matters if she gets rid of her or not, but is the information that she knows being involved with Fish is it detrimental to what happens? Because will she tell, basically? No. She doesn't... All she knows about Fish is that Fish hired her... Right, to, to get it. close and get information. Now but she can say, hey, Falcone, I did this, this, and this. I'm sorry. And she's dead. Maybe Maybe she, not. Yeah. Maybe she won't tell. Because, I mean, the conversation she had with Fish in the club was, you're rich, you're, or, you, have, uh, you have money, you're rich, and people are afraid of you. Isn't that enough? And I feel like she was also kind of speaking for herself. Like, not only are people afraid of you, I'm afraid mm-hmm. of you. So I feel like Liza's maybe too scared right now to say anything. But I think sh- something will happen where she will become a liability. Well, and that, I think... Maybe some... I don't know. It's something. like heading there. Yeah. Depending on how deep she gets in, how much information she But then she at gets. the end of the episode, it seemed like she kind of submitted to... Fishes, right? Um, for now, but request. she was there in her presence and being seduced by her. When she goes back to Falcone's house and is in the situation again, does it come up? And usually, the people that are scared are the ones that talk the fastest because <laughs> they don't want anything to happen to them and they don't know that they have options and what they can do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, some, I- something to think about and look for in a few hmm. episodes. Just putting that out there yeah. as a possible bug. Um, so the penguin this week. Is adorable as always. <laughs> always. As always. Mm-hmm. I think I liked that he gave the brooch to his mother oh, after so he was yes. stabbed. Like, I was like, I wonder if there's still blood on it from his hand. <laughs> she licked it clean. Fish <laughs> licked it clean. And I like that the mother's crazy. Yeah. As well. <laughs> Just. So, and the reason I go, I go here is because I'm thinking about things that are possible liabilities for other people. Because the penguin obviously takes Timothy, who is the new umbrella man, and gets information about this potential person in the Falcone camp. But, like, to me, I think that that is the Penguin's spot. Like, if he was to give up information or be in a situation, his mother is where they could get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they obviously they keep introducing us to her, and they keep bringing her back, and he keeps going to see her, so he mm-hmm. must care about her. And he does make a comment that everybody has a weakness. Everybody has... And I, that, to me, is his weakness. Yeah. His yeah, mom, definitely. Yeah. Who gets to his mother first? Hmm. Fish. Mooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Fish is the only option, or do you think someone else could get to the mother to continue to use the penguin f- to serve them? Because we know uh, he, now he now has this relationship with Falcone. He's also working for Maroni. So do one of them take her and say, "Listen, you keep doing what you're doing, and you kill this person or backstab this person." I don't. I don't think Maroni would at this point because he respects um, Cobblepot so much. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's the golden boy at this point. I think if Falcone wants to get to uh, Cobblepot's mom, he would use Fish to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think Fish would be the perfect person to to just have that evil chemistry with mm-hmm. him, his mom and, and her. And I think it'd be the more interesting encounter. And right? I think Fish I is the kind of person who needs, to get the, who needs to get to the Penguin right now. Because Maroney thinks he's there. Mm-hmm. Falcone is there. 
I mean, I agree with you guys. I'm yeah, just like, pushing to see if there's yeah, other yeah. other avenues that we can explore. <laughs> you know, just keeping it fresh and interesting yeah. here at After Buzz TV. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I wanted to say that this whole time. Damn you kids in your rap just, music. With your Twitters and your YOLOs. Hey, speaking of YOLO, <laughs> since you only live once, you should go to our AfterBuzz TV YouTube and iTunes page, and you should rate us, and you should comment. It only takes a second. It's free. We do this for you. You can do that for us, right? Like, less than 30 seconds, you could write a five-star review and say how awesome we were. Yeah. Boom. Shout out five stars. Uh, uh. Make it your good deed of the day. Sometimes Every day. Make all day. <laughs> I'm going to make, make a gift. Make a gift. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's we not to, pretend like, we like it. each other. Oh, <laughs> you're pretty. Just keep telling yourself that. Just keep telling yourself. Back to what I was saying. As we just out like tons and tons of content, we do it for free. We do it because we love it. We want you to help us out. That's what it takes. Because when you write on our comments, I write your name oh down on this piece of paper and I talk about you on the air. There's no reason else. Give us five star writing just so I'll talk about you on on there. Yeah. And you can show your friends. Or you could tweet at me and then I'll write it on that piece of paper. That's fine. You can borrow my pen. It's black. <laughs> I like this specific kind of gel pen, so Great story. make sure you give can it you back. Try it again? <laughs> yes. Afterbus TV, YouTube iTunes. Thank you guys. You're the best. Alright. So let's talk about the meat and potatoes of today's yes, please. rescue action. The mask. Our episode actually starts off with two gentlemen. In ski masks in an old abandoned office, fighting it out with a creepy man watching, wearing a mask. <laughs> Makes it pretty straightforward, right? And you were saying that somebody tweeted at you predicting this. Oh, happening? yes. I want to point out. Give him a heads up. my password. Uh, Mr. Glasgow, um, he tweeted you and me, Monsi. He said that um, in Gotham, MR Sionis could be Black Mask's dad, which is interesting because I thought the same thing because in the comics, Roman Sionis is Black Mask. So in this episode, um, his name was Richard. So I was thinking, too, it could be his father, and I was trying to look it up, but I didn't see uh, the parents' names of Roman Sionis in the comics. So it could be his dad. Interesting. Well, especially because they don't. They don't necessarily tie themselves to the comics either. I know. This it, could be their exactly. Idea. But I just I like to see if there are any parallels right off the bat. Well, and we I was saying last week on the episode that the, the article that went out um, from the comic event last week, Kamikaze, that when they introduced the Scarecrow character, he's actually getting the stuff passed down from his father. So this could be, you know, there could be a lot of father figures in this that are passing stuff down to their kids, yeah. which later become the Gotham villains because most of them obviously are not adults at right. this point. Mm-hmm. Right. So this could very likely lead to that as well. We'll find out, won't we? Yeah. So thanks for saying that to us, yeah. Mr. Glasgow. I, I'm sorry my phone sucks and it didn't tell me. <laughs> I literally just saw I mean, it, it might have been weeks ago. It's all good. It was uh, no, three it was, hours ago? Yeah. It was, uh, it was earlier today. Uh, well, I think. good thing you have that new iPhone 6 and you can't get tweets from people. Listen. <laughs> my Samsung Galaxy gets tweets all week. Oh, that was a plug yeah. for Samsung. This is going to be like Fish Mooney. <laughs> you couldn't even get that pen through my hand if you tried. I wouldn't even want to try. Uh, that'd the be awesome. sound of that would be gross. Gross. Yeah, that's just the sound of it. Hmm. Gordon and Bullock. The mask. Welcome. Everything. Back to back to task. We do this. We're bad at this, aren't we? Welcome. Yeah. I thought it was just the Monty and Ryan show. Oh. <laughs> go ahead, Steve. Yeah. Go, go on with your clear voice. Go ahead. Keep oh, talking. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just keep talking <laughs> with this totally... <laughs> Totally good sounding voice. The people, talk, why people talk just about want to have in there. Why do you talk about Gotham? Why you have that voice in there? 
All right, so it'll, anyway. it'll be your Batman voice. I'm Batman. Where is he? Where is he? He must have friends. You have to yell. You have to l- yell. I, I do not have that volume. Hmm. What? The, where is he? Oh my god! It's <laughs> pretty I'll loud in my headphones. Get you gadget. <laughs> Wrong show. All right, so our pl- our plot point this whole week is about the mask, and I feel like this week's villain was very like trivial. Because I feel like so much else happened in the arc of the story, which we talked about two weeks ago, how we like it when there's more about the people that we like already and not as much about the, the week's villain. Mm-hmm. Because I think this week, you know, the mask character did one thing for me, if nothing else, is he solidified a relationship with Gordon and Bullock. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that, to me, I think is an awesome thing. Totally. Go ahead, I Steve. I, I, I need a third agreement. <laughs> yes, I totally Thank agree. you. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying things and know that I'm right. <laughs> so, and it's it, because we saw this week that um, Bullock gets mad at Gordon for some of the things that he's doing when they go investigate the body when he arrests that guy, because it's bad for the cops. But we also see that Gordon's standing up to the cops now because he doesn't care. None of them stood up for him. He's not going to help any of them out anymore. Mm-hmm. And then Bullock also gives that, like, rousing speech. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though he calls him an asshat. And also, Gordon doesn't care because they're ignoring him anyway. So no right. matter what he does, they're not going to react or right. or do anything about it. Yeah. So he's going to keep doing what he thinks is right. And yeah. he genuinely can't trust these people. Mm-hmm. And that's... But do you think he has... I'm sorry. Is there more likely... Let me think about the best way to phrase this. Does he? Do you trust Bullock? How about that? I do. Yes. Simple. Yes. I think, I think once he has someone's back, he is loyal to the end. I, I believe, yeah. d- despite his past, despite his crookedness and you mm-hmm. know his relationships with, with different people, I think once he has your respect and your trust, he will keep it. Yeah, and I think he decided two episodes ago. Whenever uh, we found out that about his old partner, exactly. I think he that's when he decided he was going to be on Jim's team. And and I even think way. even more so after you know after the penguin returned and then he like went to help him last right. week like that to me was where he really solidified his his trust mm-hmm. and his trustworthiness that you know they're together now to the end whatever happens and i think that we're 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 building allies as well because i think captain essen is on board and mm-hmm. she wants to help and I, next week we're getting you know harvey dent so we're getting more and more allies every single week that are going to start fighting for this cause. Good. Jim's going to need allies when his girlfriend walks out on him. Seriously. You're tripping. <laughs> tripping. You asked for all this information. You can't handle it. Yeah. There's no crying in baseball, Barbara. <laughs> just, I, I mean, I don't know if I feel like this is the worst possible thing. She's uh, she's a liability. Yeah. yeah. She's I mean, a huge liability. Bottom Gats line. to go. To, yeah, got to go. Gats I mean, I even, go. when I was watching this week's episode, when she was talking to him and she's like, can you promise me that I'll be safe? Blah, blah, blah. All I could think about was... The last week when he sent her away on a train and she was safe yeah. until she came back he on can, her own. He yeah. can promise you're safe if you listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> listen, woman, do what I, the man I says. How, I love how she was like, tell me it will be okay. You can lie to me if you if you need right. to. And I'm sure he lied to her by saying there are no monsters. Yeah. Of course. But then she walks out anyway. It's like, she's probably like, oh, he lied to me. But yeah. the truth, you asked him yeah, to. You asked him to lie and she's yeah. like, why do you lie to me, Jim? <laughs> the truth is I'm going to protect you from these monsters. Yeah. But, you know. Just do as I say. You should be Jim Gordon. That was a good line. Yeah. (laughs) There are, but I will protect them from you. Yeah. That's it. Them from you. Yes. Them from you. Them from you. (laughs) Yes. The villains be protected from you because (laughs) if I don't protect them from you, then you're going to rat me out and then I'm in trouble and all the the things. Yeah. All the things that ruin everything for me in this show. (laughs) And I think the the reason that people dislike Barbara so much. Yeah. but I do agree with you. I feel like um, Richard Sionis' character this week was kind of like 
it was just kind of forced a little bit. It wasn't really. It didn't feel like a true like there was a true battle. And there wasn't going even on. really like that much crime. I mean, obviously there was a body because the guy got killed. It was accidental that he got killed. I mean, they were trying to get to the bottom of why all these young men who were trying to get these jobs or whatever came out with those injuries. And yeah, because basically they were promised jobs in the investment firm if they won the fight. So this is like a weird yeah. twisted fight club. Yeah. 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 I think, I think it's, it's supposed to be called the False Facers Society or the False Face Society. One of those. Since I, they maybe that's masks. around when Roman comes around. But. And it, it, maybe he comes at us. Maybe he's one of the investment yeah. people that were in the fights. Maybe. And I think some of those rich people that were watching it, I think they're a part of a bigger thing. Were, the, the were those rich people? I actually thought those were like employees. I well, thought it was them, employees. One of them had, I think it was both maybe? One well, of them did have a, but a, a one bruise. on their head. One of them had a bruise, but all of them had money out and they were taking bets. Yeah. They're investment bankers for high-end people. I'm sure yeah. they all have money. So that's probably just the employees watching. Yeah, maybe. I think. Well, it was interesting, too, because you know, the final aspect, Gordon doesn't listen to Bullock again, and he gets himself into a situation again, and he goes in without waiting for you know help, which we saw because when he's you know at the investment banking company talking to him, getting the interview uh, with Sionis, you know, he gets all up in his grill. And actually, that was probably one of my favorite parts this week. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like this this concept of Gordon and and these demons and this dark side and because we don't, we haven't seen it yet mm-hmm. and going rogue and, and all like that. He's, he's starting to go rogue he's starting to just do whatever he wants because he doesn't care anymore and it's almost like we're getting to a breaking point mm-hmm. where and not necessarily that he'll actually break but things are happening that he's doing that seems to be that he's disregarding everything else so I don't know what do you think about this whole Gordon Demon thing. Like, what kind of backstory do we have? Mm, what do you mean? I mean, obviously, have they talked about it much? I don't. I don't read the comics. <laughs> I've already mentioned this. I wonder, is there like history about Gordon that we know before this point? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, the only GCPD experience I'm having is just reading Gotham Central, and he's already retired. So I'm. I don't know if any of you guys know. Yeah, yeah, if you know, leave tweet. Comments. I mean, yeah, leave comments about Gordon and his early an <laughs> his yeah. early career. Even if they if you know anything before where Gotham picks mm-hmm. up, because you know, obviously they talk about his past and his willingness to fight, mm-hmm. and not even that he wants to fight, but he's not afraid to fight. But there has to be a reason. And even uh, Soundus comments, "You've killed people." I can always tell a warrior when I see him. So there are things about him, and I, that is the reason I made the concept too later of him and Alfred because they have a similar if they have a similar past in terms of being soldiers or being in war, things like that, that could lead to a friendship with them. I think, mm-hmm. But I think if you're an American soldier overseas and you have the ideals that Gordon already has, then you come back to your home and see how corrupt it is, mm-hmm. that might be all the maybe Maybe I missed that at the very yeah. first episode because he did come back yeah, mm-hmm. and Gotham was his home. But mm-hmm. that's all it is, that it's he's a cop now and he has yeah. a chance to make a change in and whatever burdens he carries, you know, m- yeah. most of those came from war and all that stuff. And he clearly was how to fight because he took all three of those people out. Yeah. I mean, regardless of if they couldn't fight at all, there were still three of them mm-hmm. with potential weapons. Specialized in melee combat. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He sword fought with a pipe. <laughs> yeah. Taking out the mask himself. Which was so weird because that ended so quickly. It was so, it was so, so fast. I, I yeah. was like, wait. It was cheating. So, so he, pa- he got knocked out because he hit his head against the cubicle? Like, yeah. I was like, come on. But, well, you know, Jim may- maybe. Gordon hit your head against the cubicle. 
I, I guess. But With then the I was sheer thinking, blunt force of Jim Gordon, Richard probably doesn't have half the experience Gordon does fighting and all that stuff. Right. He's just usually he leaves his guys do the fighting. He for watches. Him. He, he gets watches. off by watching. I just thought it was so weird how quickly it ended. Yeah. I thought the whole fight thing was a little shortened. Yeah. And I thought that it was weird they threw the mask in there like at the end to fight him. It's almost like, oh, we have to figure out how we can catch him. Okay, let's yeah. just have him fight and then yeah. give me a short little fight and then we'll catch him. Just for this episode, if it took out Selena Kyle's scenes, they could have extended that. The I fight feel like scene. there's more to Sionis than we know yet that we're going to find out in the later weeks. He'll be back. He'll be back. and I think he'll be back? He'll be back and he's a part of something bigger. Mm. To the question they were asking. With that group of people, you think yeah. that's all related? I think that's all related. And and the quinondrum, yeah, the quinondrum of why did all of this start happening after the death of the um, yeah. of the Waynes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they they. I'm glad that they like actually talked about it. Yeah. It's one of those like elephant in the room sort of things where they commented on the past villains and the, like the balloon mm-hmm. man and uh, the pig or. The goat? Uh, the goat, that's it. Yes. Not the pig, the goat. I'm thinking about the, the goat and the bridge and the wolf and the cabbage. I'm sorry, the goat. And they commented on them actually being people involved. And they commented on the fact that this all seemed to start once the Waynes were killed. Right. So, what happens next? Are we doing predictions? No. Oh. I just want to know, what do you think happens next? <laughs> like, in, I'm sorry, in Gotham and like the development of the story. Mm. Oh. Harvey Dent shows up. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm just being difficult. You're you're missing what I'm going here with. Mm. Fine. Let's talk about AfterBuzz TV predictions. Then. <laughs> Yay! Because that seems seems like where we're at. Let's well, just go. Where do you think it's headed? Yeah. I asked the question. Your own question. I asked that the question. we don't understand. <laughs> Hold on. Predictions. <laughs> okay. I had to say it. I feel better, even if it was late. <laughs> I ask the questions. I don't answer the questions. It's totally different. When you sit in this chair, you may ask the questions. We want your insight too, Ryan. I talk enough. <laughs> Monty, I want you to talk. Uh, okay. I think, unfortunately, Barbara will be back. I hope um, so. And I think she's going to come like at the end of the episode. Maybe maybe we might not see her for an episode. Maybe. I think she'll be gone. I think she'll be gone. On and, but she's going to come back at like the worst time. It's like, just don't come back. She's going to come back at the worst time. And I also think that uh, Fish is... On the verge of finding out that she has been, she's being played by pretty much everybody around her. She's gonna find out that maybe uh, Falcone does have something else up his sleeve. Hmm. Yes, and well. Joyce. Um, well, I think Barbara is gonna be gone for a while too. I think she's going to come back as Batwoman. Or no, we've established that she's not that person. No, Batgirl. Batgirl. But no, she's no. not Batgirl. Batgirl no, is a kid. She's gonna be Batwoman. Bat, not yeah. Batgirl. She's gonna be Batwoman. So I said Batwoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Were. So she's gonna come back as Batwoman or as in the starting stages as Batwoman. Unless she already is that we don't know yet. No, God no. No. So and I think she's gonna try to help Gordon. So and like I don't know what she left in the <laughs> note, but Yeah, I we think we she, we'll find out more about the note next. Ultimately week. she'll come back to help him possibly as Bat um Batwoman. Um Steve? I think the note will say what we think it'll say, which is, there are monsters out there. You might be one of them. I don't want to be with you anymore. And then hopefully, hopefully we don't see her for a couple episodes. Because she, she as a character is kind of just dragging, she, like, she's dragging Gordon down. I'm not a fan. Otherwise, I think Liza's going to keep going. 
she's not going to be be a liability, and Falcone's not going to find out, and that's the only weapon when he has. I disagree with you. I think Liza's going to be found out, but they're not going to do anything about it, and they're going to keep pretending mm-hmm. so that Fish thinks she has his asset. Mm. I think the Penguin's going to figure it out because he's smarter than Fish, yeah. and I think he's going to tell Falcone because that's what he does. And they're going to just play it out and see what Mooney does. But they're going to be a step ahead of Mooney in everything that she does. Yeah. Yeah, gives, yeah you're right. Gives yeah. us the opportunity to take her out if we need to. Or mm. put her in a position where she's not in power. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. That's yeah. what I think. I liked it. Gonna I like how these all sound. Drops mic. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not out yet. I got I to gotta roll us out of here. Because this is After Buzz TV, Episode 8, Gotham the Mask. Thank you guys for being here. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies. Why don't you tell us where we can find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. You can also catch me on the Scorpion podcast. Choice. You're welcome. Um, You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at jajuri. That's J-A-J-O-U-R-I. And on the Sunday Night Walking Dead podcast and Tuesday Night Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, if I could say that correctly. Dude, how about the Walking Dead this week? Steve? You guys can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. You can watch me this Wednesday on the Modern Family Podcast, hopefully with a normal voice. Yeah. Or not. You're going to get a job at Midnight Radio on KLOS 17.5. And I'm Ryan Hooks, and you can find me at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And as always, After Buzz TV. See you next week. Peace out. Now drop mic. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.